The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman. Alex Rampernard-Rasmussen. Sleepless in Minneapolis, Catherine Grant. And Andy Rampernard. We'll be right back. Great guests on the show today. Right back. We're going to be talking about what is and is not a problem. That ought to be fun. Right up to this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. What is this, the front page of the Star Tribune? <laughs> The death knell. <laughs> Have you read the front page of Star Tribune again today? I haven't mm. looked at a newspaper. Horrible, horrible, and horrible, I, horrible. They still make those? I see them on the ground sometimes in front of some of the condo I'm doors. About their and I'm website. like, I, I might look at the headline. It's one of those things that makes me sad because it's, it's like, you know, it's a thing that's was there when I was a kid and it's yep. something I grew up around and now it's just gone. But at the same time, logically, I can't really defend it. No. It's like, you know, uh, Mom. you all right there? God. Yes, I'm fine. It's like yes, uh, well. VHS tapes. I would never buy one. I would never watch one, but yeah, they were a big you... part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah they were, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, the honest got truth about it, broadcast television is dead. It's, newspapers are dead, which makes me very happy because broadcast television and newspapers are one that went after me all the time. So, ha-ha. Mm. Oh See, if they'd only so been humble. nice to you, so they'd still, they'd be, still be there. No, I mean, particularly guys my age. Well, honestly, the news, if they weren't just 
fear-mongering lunatics, they yeah. might still be doing all right. Yeah, but, but all not. they do is fear-monger and that, hate-monger. And lie. And lie. Yeah, just, just to make lying. up lies. They're not good people. That's a problem. And people don't trust them anymore. <clears throat> no. I don't. Nor should they. I no. never did, actually, to tell you the truth. Would, no. yeah. the, watching the news now is like it's like a theater performance. Yeah. It is, yeah. Like, everybody, especially, I always laugh at, uh, was it Don Lemon on... CNN. Your buddy. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Dad staring the camera and going this huge monologue. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Did you, did you guys see <laughs> that? Uh, I think it was 2016. He had this soliloquy where he was talking about black people. You need to pull your pants up. You need to have a father in the house. I mean, it was like Don all Lemon Don that? Lemon. It was, like, it was like a three-minute tirade about God, what was wrong me. with black society and well, it's all the things that the conservatives have been saying for years when did bill cosby get nailed uh, well, he was the one doing uh, the nail. Oh, wasn't he? Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> at least three or four end. years, I think. <laughs> well, well, I think he finally went to jail or whatever. I'm thinking too, because <laughs> when yeah. Bill Cosby okay, was boys. still, you know, untainted, okay, uh, that was like the thing for like you know older you know richer black guys to say is like you know kids these days hoodlums etc cetera, etc cetera. but then as soon as bill cosby went down that became forbidden to say because yeah. he said it so now right. you have to say the opposite which is you know, know. black That's, people can do no wrong and yeah well, the reaction is good for your like health said, the reactionary problem that we have to every well, yeah. thing in america is just so infantile. It's Kevin. like, oh, he said this, so now we all have to freak out yep. about that. It's just like, my Kevin God. Kevin and I were just talking about that before the show started. Now, all of a sudden, according to the national press, Negro is racist. I always thought it was. No, hell. No. Well, there's United Negro College Fund. Yeah. What is that, racist? I don't know. Tevin, I, I defer, I defer, I defer uh, to you. What? No, <laughs> well, yeah, like, if somebody like, called you a Negro, would you be offended? No, but I'd be like, why? Who says Negro? You would think it was somebody Negro. over 80. Why are you pointing at me with your thumb? He goes, who says oh, Negro? Sorry, Tevin is the Negro that comes into the No, but you would think it was somebody over 80 that said Yeah, I'd be like, okay, this is somebody that probably grew up It's a very old term that nobody uses anymore. I think it's a guilt by association thing. Negro is old, old is racist. Therefore, well, Negro is racist. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's true. That's what it is. But it's not. No. There are well, many what... funds called the Blah Blah Negro Fund. Yeah, yeah there the is. The Blah Blah Negro <laughs> Fund. <laughs> the United Negro insert, Fund. Insert here and then Negro yep. Fund after, yeah. NCAA is colored Negro. NAACP. Colored people, yeah. National Association. Is that still a thing? Is that still a thing? That's colored people. Yeah, they haven't changed those. Can't say that either. They haven't changed those names. But it's not racist. I'm surprised they haven't. I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I have no idea what's racist anymore. Okay, so basically. I don't know. Looking at makes me racist. I'm not sure. I'd be racist if I knew Kevin. Just talking to you. I don't know. Is it okay? <laughs> How dare you? No, I just, I, I wish, but Tevin, don't you think that's white people doing that? Yeah. Black I'm people just, don't care yeah. about Negro. No. Like, there's, like, what the no, hell? I feel like there's, there, and it's like, there's so many other things that, like, people are trying to fix or get solved yeah, that nobody's concerned if Negro is racist or not. Like, no, fix other things before we get down problem. to that level. I think there's probably a lot of people that are yeah. very worried about every tiny little word. You know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, social justice warriors on, on you know Facebook and stuff, those are the people that are very worried about every tiny little yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. But if you're talking about 
living your life yeah, and being just... a normal human being. Yeah, yes. Yeah, especially here when it's like, yeah, you have like where we're trying to rebuild communities and there's violence right. downtown or uptown all the time. And police brutality. like, yeah, those are issues that need to be solved first before we get down to should you go around saying Negro or not. It's true. How about Nero? Can you say that? If you're... It's the same word. Yeah. The big problem with Negro is Jeff this. It's just like, I don't even <laughs> have words for that. Word. Yeah, oh, how oh, how so does your brain make that leap? My Spanish name was De Negro. So. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why like, I love Tevin right you, the there. The teacher's like, you can pick any name you want. And I'd be like, all right, you guys are all going to call me De Negro. <laughs> <laughs> so for four years, that's what I was called in Spanish. I'd get in trouble and the teacher you just hear from like, people probably hear the next door like, she heard just yelling at me, Dang that girl, sit down. What is that? On Alaska, Wisconsin or what? No, uh, Osceola, Wisconsin. Osceola, Wisconsin. Dang that girl, sit down. Oh my god. I don't remember That's what my Spanish name was. Tevin. We had that same thing where you pick play. anything. Yeah. And I don't remember <laughs> yeah. what it was. I had no idea what mine was. I didn't get one. Because I remember I even like didn't do one of our Spanish projects and it was a conjugate <laughs> verb, so you had to bring in like baby pictures, pictures of you as a kid and then whatever else. And I totally didn't do it. So the hour before the class started, I, I just went online and like Googled like black baby boy and printed out pictures <laughs> oh and inserted God. it into because I was oh like, my. well, white people think all black people look like. Oh. Like, oh, okay, that's not she offensive was like, at all. However, how, but she's like, looks at my, she's like, Tevin, you're a really cute baby. I'm like, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you very much. Be yeah. nice to you. Do you guys ever watch Shameless? Did you yep. watch Shameless? Everybody's Have you, are you up? It. Are you up to seen. speed on it? Yeah, this whatever last, was like the most recent the last on like Netflix season? or Hulu or whatever. Yeah. It's over, right? Yep. Okay. Where Debbie, the redhead, brings another evil redhead to uh, yep. to scam somebody because she's like, people are so racist against redheads. They they won't know the difference between that one would be redhead. Harris, not racist. It was hilarious. And it's true. She went, walked right in. They're like, hi. <laughs> no, great show. We great have. Show. It's so dysfunctional. A phone it's call. delightful. Yes. We have a cool hello caller. Hey, uh, good, good good morning or afternoon, whatever clock you're on. Uh, we're on the 1147 uh, special. So we're on the cusp. Uh, uh, I just This is Craig. I just wanted to call in and tell you that uh, uh, we moved from Minnesota to Texas. You moved to Texas? When did you move uh, to Texas? Huh. Uh, we moved in November. Oh, that's why we haven't heard from you. Oh yeah, I'm busy. No, I got out of Minnesota, so uh, the the housing market, the the realtor t- pretty much told us back in November that uh, we'll never see a housing market this hot, and uh, pretty much suggested that we sell our house. And so we moved to McAllen, Texas, which if you, if you Google it, right uh, on the border, it's baby. Right on the border. Yep. And so the thing is, is that the problem that I'm currently having right now is that, uh, you know, I'm a 6'5", 325 proud Norwegian. And my <laughs> big dude. My, my color is white, as pure as snow. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that when you talk about Spanish, and, and the thing is, is that they refer to me at the, there's a gas station nearby me. And they have the best fajitas. You know, I'm eating like a king down here. Plus, my I bought a house that would easily have been. I bought my house down here for 200k 
wow. this house in this house in Minnesota would easily have been eighty eight hundred nine hundred. Yeah, I, I mean, really? I have a, I can believe it. Really? Oh, yeah. I have an I I have an outdoor pool. I have a, a huge yard. I got a two stall garage, and I got five bedrooms. I don't what? have any kids, so it's just me and me and the lady. So yeah. trying to rent out a room. But, <laughs> exactly. You're taking snow yeah, Airbnb. The, yeah. Uh, so, so the thing was is that yeah, like it's, this house is amazing, and the real estate down here is so cheap. And the thing is, I work from home, so you know, technically nothing really changed for both of us. Right. She works from home too, so. So the thing is, is that when I go to the gas station, I get fajitas. They refer to me as El El Gringo. Yep. El, El Gringo. Gringo. El Gringo. El Gringo. Mm-hmm. And so the thing was, is that I come in and, and, you know, like when you leave Minnesota, you don't realize like how bad your accent is. Oh. <laughs> so is you don't leave Minnesota. <laughs> You don't realize so, how bad your accent is. Love you it. try, you try, you try speaking Spanish with the long O and the long E. Oh God! Vocabulary. Yeah. Como esta? Oh yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. Trace, trace. Oh yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. Days. Trace fajitas de carnes. Fajitas with meat. Who doesn't want to have that? Yeah. Oh my Me. God. That's so funny. Well, yeah, you, that's true. That's true. So, so the reason why I was just calling the day is, is just to make you like I, I completely it's kind of reversed because mm-hmm. like it's pretty much like I refer to this as American Mexico. And uh because basically, basically like I go to Target, you know, and the thing was <laughs> I feel bad when I say this, but when I go when I go to Target like or Walmart around here is just like I get the sense like the the Hispanics are like, well, the white people are here. You know? <laughs> Son of a, I'm going home. Oh, they're whiteies I'm going off. Look, whitey moved into the neighborhood. This this neighborhood's gone to hell. And oh, I heard I heard a rumor that Walmart's requiring people to wear pants now. They're wearing like Babylon <laughs> yeah. B, yeah. Mm-hmm. Craig, you got to stay in touch, man. We love hearing from you. Yeah, and the thing, the one last thing is that the. I hate saying this, but it's and I I found this out the hard way is that people down here are really friendly mm-hmm. compared to the passive aggressiveness of Minnesota. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about and, that. So, all right, uh, yeah, I got I got tons of other stories to tell about my adventures. So I would I'd be love happy to, to call hear. later. Love to hear them, Craig. Thanks for calling. Great to hear from you again. Bye, buddy. Bye. We'll be back in a little bit. Scott Walter, our guest, up next with family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great (laughs) it is working with Bill Ski. Did you record that, Andy? 
Could you send that to me? North American <laughs> Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We will rock you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Andy's here, Alex, Catherine, DeNegro. Yes, sir. I can't believe they let you. I can't believe they let you use that. I think it's great. Honestly, if they went to them, I probably would have told them they're racist, and then (laughs) if they said this is your name, you would have been what? That's hilarious. Well, the only one, the only problem with that word is, is that the big N came from a mispronunciation of the word Negro. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. the whole problem with it. As long as you don't mispronounce it, you're good to go. So there you have Scott ready to go? Yes. Scott Walter with his ladies. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Tom. How are you? Not too bad. Where are you right now? I am sitting in my vehicle at the Lifetime Fitness. I just played some basketball. I took a time out because I wanted to talk to you. Well, that's very, very nice here, ladies and gentlemen. We are catching up with Scott Walter and his new adventures and discoveries, like new artifacts discovered in Texas and new info on the Kensington Runestone. Let's start with Texas, because we just got off the phone with Craig, a listener from uh, McAllen, Texas. Oh, okay. And, and he discovered that uh, whenever he goes to a Mexican restaurant in McAllen, Texan, Texas, he is known as El Gringo. So that's good. Oh, <laughs> Gringo he's that, is here. He's got that going for him. He's got that going for him. So, how have you been? Everything's been good? Well, you know, to be quite frank with you, this COVID thing has oh, uh, yeah. been a struggle. And I know that everybody listening, everybody in the studio there, um, it, it, it's these are trying times. But um, we're getting through it. And, you know, part of the way that I've been getting through it is... Um, I have uh, gone off on a couple of excursions, two of them to Texas, to look at these incredible artifacts that um, I think are revealing a a story that very few people know anything about. And this particular group who focuses behind these artifacts, nobody knows anything about. But you know what the ironic thing is? There is a very plausible, in fact, likely connection of this story to the guy that I've been banging on for the last 12 years, Christopher Columbus. Oh, really? Yes. So what's this all about? Can we know a bit about what's going on? Yes. Let me me give you the information that I can, and I want to, you know, just let you know that, first of all, we want to keep the location secret. We want to keep the identity of the people involved secret. 
And, you know, there's some people that are saying, why would you go down to Texas in the middle of, middle of a pandemic? Well, and when, when Texas, of course, is, is raging with the virus, right. the, reason, the reason is, Tom, is the key person involved in this story is uh, dealing with stage 4 cancer. Oh. And his, his family has said to me that part of the reason he's hanging on is because you're taking this seriously and he just wants to know the truth about this story. And that's really the truth behind it. Otherwise, I would have waited, but I couldn't wait. So um, you, want to, you want to hear the story? I'd love to hear the story. All right, here we go. Um, well, I, I received a call. Uh, I was at a conference in, in, in February, and I was told about um, a bunch of these stone slabs that had mysterious carvings on them. And I asked the guy, I said, do you have any pictures? He showed me some pictures, and I go, okay, I'm in. i got to see these things. So I went down there, and basically the story is, back in 2003, um, a group of, I'll call, treasure hunters were looking um, um, at, at, there were some carvings on a cliff wall along a creek in um, Central Texas, let's say, and they, were, they thought this, this was a treasure map leading to treasure. They ended up finding a small cave that had been covered over. They dug out the cave, and they found upwards of about 100 slabs that are probably anywhere from maybe a foot across to the largest one is four feet across, um, you know, by roughly the same dimensions and anywhere from an inch to four inches thick. And carved on these slabs are images of angels. There are maps. Um, indigenous people, there's language, there is Hebrew letters on about half a dozen of them, or really? about a dozen of them, there are runes on um, some others, there's some symbols that we don't know what they are, there is some Egyptian iconography carved on these things, and of course, I looked at this collection and I said to myself, the hell, um, who would do something like this, it seems like this odd collection of, of, of symbols and, and languages and and and, uh, and and you know and, and figures. Well, to make a long story short, we have spent time. Well, let me say this: they're weathered. Okay, they definitely show evidence of weathering. They were not made recently. Exactly how old they are, we don't know for sure. But several of the slabs actually have dates on them, oh. and the the dates range from. 1501 to 1752. So that's a period of 261 years. And if we go to 1501, we have, um, we've got Hebrew on some of these stones. We spent three hours on the phone with a Hebrew scholar, a retired Harvard professor. And what he told us, he shared some of the, um, the Hebrew writing with him, is that the person that carved these knew the Hebrew alphabet, but he didn't use the entire alphabet because he obviously didn't completely understand it. But the language is Spanish and Portuguese, which is actually the combination of those two is called Ladino with a D. And it was a language that was used at about 1500 and, you know, before and after in the Iberian Peninsula, which is 
Spain, and Portugal. And here's something very interesting. Have you ever heard of the term crypto Jew? Crypto Jew? No, no, I have not. I have. Oh, Andy has. Or convert or conversal. See, Tom, your show is all about teaching people. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Something new. Um, a crypto Jew is somebody who is inwardly practicing Judaism. They are Jewish, mm-hmm. but they live in Catholic countries, and they were outwardly Catholic because they feared persecution. Does that make sense? That makes total sense, absolutely. Well, what's interesting is the very day, the very day that Christopher Columbus left on his first voyage to the New World, the Roman Catholic Church initiated on the same day an inquisition against Jews in the Iberian Peninsula. And they had a choice, convert, leave, or die. And I'm thinking that a lot of those people said, you know what, I always wanted to go on a ship to some place. It's a lot better opportunity than dying. And there's a lot of, there's some new research that came out recently that said, and they made a plausible argument, that Christopher Columbus himself may have been a crypto-Jew. Really? Yeah. Yes. And the evidence that they used is in his Book of Privileges, which was basically, he wrote down everything that he felt he was owed, and in there are certain specific wishes in his will that these scholars argue give away his his secret um, belief in Judaism. That is an amazing story. Your job's pretty interesting. Let me just say that. <laughs> well, I feel very fortunate, and um, I've had a lot of good luck. And um, I think more than anything, I'm I'm pleased that people will put their faith in me and share things. And, um, you know, I will honor that, and, and I'm honoring it in this case. However, this is a story that we are going to be bringing to the public um, in more detail. Uh, when the time is right, but I, I made a commitment to that to that gentleman who's struggling right now, and uh, I'm trying to get out as much information for him as I can. Originally, he was a treasure hunter. He was looking for gold, but obviously he's in a different place in his life right now, and he says, I just want to know what the story is. And the second time I went down there, I looked at him, and I said, Jim, I think this is what's going on, and after he... After he blew his mind, he uh, he was smiling, and so that was that was a good thing. That is a great story. And are we uh, are we going to see this on a nationwide basis very soon? Um, yes, you will. But that's all I can tell you right now. And I knowing understand. you, Tom, you know how to keep a secret. I do. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> all right. Well, once you once you release the information, I would love to have you back on, Scott. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, when are we going to have this uh, public? Yeah. Uh, I would say probably within the next two months. All right, well, you got to come back when you make it public. I'd love to talk to you about it. And the morning show, too. Oh, hey, listen, and what I'll do is I'll bring bring some photos that you can post, and um, I think you're going to be blown away. The artwork is fantastic, but the big question is this. Why, and we and we think these most of these slabs were probably grave slabs, people in the community that passed away because mm-hmm. we have a combination of Christian and Jewish symbolism 
which you never see anywhere, right? So the question is, why did they round all these things up and hide them in the cave? That's the big question. I think I know what the answer is, but that's that's really uh, the big question, is how did they end up sealed in this cave, and why? All right, we will talk to you soon, sir. All right, thank you for having me, and uh, we'll chat soon, pal. Thanks so much. Thanks, Scott. All right. Bye. Scott Walter, Bye. ladies and gentlemen, a uh, very, very interesting guy. We will be, what? <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going to say something. <clears throat> yeah, because you went, hee. I was going to cough. <laughs> we will be right back with the van. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. No one knows why. It's because I just told you what it was all about. For September and October, I was three years old when I was in kindergarten. That's not true. It is too true. It's not legal. It's not legal. Your mother lied to get you out of the house. Right. Just you were so he's giant. He's, he's actually seven. He walked, up, he walked uphill both ways. Both yeah. two and no from shoes. School, three years old. In the blood. Waist there. deep in snow. <laughs> yeah. Waist deep in snow. He was a teacher's that. assistant. Mm-hmm. He had okay. to wash dishes in the cafeteria just to. Great get working by. with you guys. Great to be here. So they feed him. Mm-hmm. Don't call my bluffs. Don't call my bluffs. Well, why is it then? Explain it to me. When I quit high school, I was a senior in at, at North High School, and I was 16 years old. How is that possible? Well, because you just did that math in your head and made that work out for yourself. I didn't because make anything Because they were, they were trying to fast-track you to get you out. Oh, it's because he was so God. smart that he skipped grades they to skipped get you out. I actually did skip I got you. See, I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> I skipped yeah, nothing. Really, sure it's really helpful. Yeah. Thank you so it's much. never... We'll like, see. I don't know why people get so whipped up. A lot of kids start kindergarten in four then when they're four. No, they no, don't. They don't. Fun yeah. will well, be Fun now, is yeah. five. Is she no. will be five when she starts think. kindergarten, and she'll be the youngest kid in her class. I don't really? think four was ever a kindergarten yeah. age. No. Yes, it was. No, it's not. I will show you the deal. Okay. I'd love to see you cite your case and let me know. <laughs> show me the deal. I need a paper by the end of the day. Okay, you ready? Get your leather suitcase with all of your... Files. This is legal briefs. <laughs> I will tell you me. why. Apparently, I know some preschools accept children as young as two. Preschool. That's not kindergarten. Though. That's kindergarten. different. You said preschool. No, no he kindergarten. Said kindergarten. Oh, she said preschool. Oh, fun she is, said preschool. Fun, you usually start preschool and, at three, and then yeah. four, and then depending on your birthday, because your fun totally has a late got you out spring birthday. 
late May. So she just makes the cutoff. So she could either start kindergarten legally at either five or six. Yeah, it's our choice. And you don't even have to go to kindergarten. No, you have to go to it. No, you have to go to kindergarten, but you you used to be able to skip it. Oh, you have you can skip preschool. Yeah. But you can't skip kindergarten now. You used to be able to skip it. It's a state by state thing. Most states it's five. Yeah. How about, like in, how about in the, the, like, the, the, not, how the years of the more Neanderthal? Advanced, you can just come in early. We're not going to say too much. Like, if you're like, oh, he can read, doesn't wet himself, we'll let him go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Can you wipe your Who own? Cares? Yeah. But. Okay, well, let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> what year would the 1955 Ford vehicles have been released? 54? 54. 54, correct? Mm-hmm. 1955. Okay. Interesting so, to see where this is going. <laughs> My father just bought a brand new car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was a 1955 Ford. Yeah. He bought it in September of 1954. All right. And I started kindergarten in 1954 at three years old. No, 1955. (laughs) Because I was three in September and October, and then I turned four in November. Fast. Stipper just tried to just kind of use the four year but also you I remember really think the your mom just lied to you out of the house. Per- I can remember. I can remember everything <laughs> I, that ever happened to me. I couldn't like know. when you were mean to me all those times. <laughs> oh, believe me, any negative thing is etched in there forever. Ever. Anything positive, not so much. <laughs> what does it say, Andy? Can you start kindergarten? Could you in 1955 start kindergarten? There's no way I'm going to be able to find that. <laughs> Why not? What kind of well, search would you even? Yeah. Tom's life. Just look under Tom's look life. Up Minnesota Google. I don't. I don't Wikipedia. I don't think anybody has integrated the. Those records into the internet. I'm sure it's just not a necessity. It's hard to convert stone tablet into (laughs) electronic databases. Yeah, I can't scan those. 1956 (laughs) Ford comes out September 55. I start school. 55. You probably started preschool like a normal person. I did not. It was at Emerson Elementary School. Which. 1200 Spruce Place, right there. That doesn't <laughs> Just because you know the actress doesn't mean. Oh, 1200 <laughs> yeah. Spruce. Okay. Just... That lines up, guys. Yeah. That lines up. Spruce. spruce. I was thinking. I also remember because I when I was four. Yeah. It's, that's when a I, different When story I was four, <laughs> the Idle Hospital caught fire at Christmas time because one of the Christmas trees blew See, up. Everything starts on fire. Yeah. It yeah. did. <laughs> uh, you can look that up. Idle Hospital Burns 1955, I believe, Andy. You want to check that out? For we Idle believe Spell. you. E-I-T-E-L. <laughs> what was no, the address? We're gonna what show... was the address of the hospital? It would have been 1201. Trying to back up a lie <laughs> with five facts <laughs> doesn't well, no, all make a lie. One Spruce Place. December 1956. <laughs> 56. Was, I, was, I had just turned five then. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So, so we didn't. So we moved. Wrong. No, 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 no. I'm just. When I asked him what year that was because Idle Hospital burned, and I remember we lived on the fourth. Yeah, because that we originally lived on the second floor. We moved to the fourth floor. Fascinating. And then my brother would hold me over the railing four stories up, and I'm, I've been oh. afraid of heights. Ever <laughs> pulled a Michael Jackson on you? Did you say Michael Jackson? Style. He did pull a. Yeah, I was like blanket. I was Jerry's version of blanket. <laughs> Oh, my God. Here, my adoring fans, is my offspring. One more story, and then I'll move on, I promise. (laughs) We had a next-door neighbor who was a very big, strong man. Great guy. Just a really, really good guy. I came home, and he said, hey, Tommy, it's going to be the greatest. They're going to deliver a new washer and dryer to my wife, and she's going to be all excited. 
and he, he was kind of doing this deal, so I knew he was at the bar after work, if you know what I mean. Well, apparently the fact that he had been at the bar before the washer and dryer showed up had, a, had a big effect on how things turned out, because I hear this, well, God damn it. Like they, did they leave him on the sidewalk? Nope. They delivered him, and she was yelling about being drunk, so he threw them off the fourth floor balcony. Oh. Washer and the dryer. Wow. Oh. That's a waste of money. <laughs> Seems That's counterproductive. Also very impressive to pick up a washer oh, and dryer this guy and throw it up huge. over the balcony. Yeah. This guy was huge. Mm. But apparently he was all excited that she would be so happy with the new washer and dryer. And she's like, blow it out your ass, you booze out. <laughs> yeah, he rained wow. on her parade. Yeah. Yeah. He rained on her parade. Always like, Means little when you're wasted yeah. Back all the in the time. day when like people would buy gifts for their wives, it's like a washer and dryer set and stuff oh, like yeah. that. like... One of the mm, only recordings think, yeah. that we have of a Christmas at my in my family. I sound was, like Alvin the Chipmunk. Yeah. No, no, when I was little. Oh, when oh. you were little. Okay. What was at, your address? Uh, I'm just kidding. I remember <laughs> all my addresses. You want to know what they all were? No, lived in, I've lived in about 120 60 houses. I remember them all. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> anyway, my mom. Open your present now, Mom. It's from Dad. She hopes it's oh, like God, Russell, no. Russell, Russell. Oh, no. Pots and pans. Oh, pots and God. pans. Oh, the only no. thing I ever get is pots and pans. Oh, no. I've never done that to you. No, never. Unless you were yeah. made of, like, diamonds or something. Yeah. No. Diamond, Diamond pans. Diamond. <laughs> Here's your own personal <laughs> genie yeah. who will grant you every wish yeah. for the rest of your life. You Which call I, this a genie? Well, that's <laughs> like, fine. Yeah, that would be, yeah. <laughs> Shittiest genie I ever saw. Oh, I did time. fine. Probably his pants. Crash. His pants suck. They're not going to talk, Andy. <laughs> On minis- uh, mn.gov, I don't think there was a law for kindergarten age before 1959. There you Your have it. Your mother dumped you I into the system. Vindicated. Yeah, she was vindicated like, once again. I try to tell people. I don't know if being dumped into the system at a very early age. <laughs> it's impressive. Force you out of the house. Is I don't think you that should be It doesn't have anything to do with your intelligence. Oh, look at the job I'm sitting here doing right now with that three-year-old starting school. I could be wrong, but that's the earliest law I could find that mentions kindergarten age. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So before then, you could just be like take my kid. Yeah, right. It was, I'm really tired of <laughs> oh, now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden they find out it was three. So no. now it was a bad kid right. who was just thrown in there. Can't win. Detention. Well, I mean, all if you think about it, why does it need to be illegal to put your child? Couldn't in agree more. If they're smart early. enough, let them in. It is yeah. kind of weird. A lot of it has to do with toilet training. Yeah. And apparently and a lot of teachers, in, even with the five-year-olds, are seeing kids that are not toilet well, you trained. You should be right. able to say if your kid's not toilet trained, they can't go to kindergarten. That, yeah, that, should, it, that should be the standard minimum. Yes, it should. Because I don't care if he even knows well, yeah, his own name. Oh, yeah, because if they can't even poop in a so toilet, fun. that means they got something a little Fun could have gone to kindergarten at 22 anyway. months. Okay, one other yes. thing I did when I was there. Even earlier than Now, remember, I was only three years old, just turned four. All of a sudden, our teacher was no longer there. And so after about the third day, I said, where's Mrs. Oh, you had a sub? No, she could actually still be alive, couldn't she? Because she might have only been about 25. Yeah, she could be. She yeah. could be about 90 years old. Still. Theoretically. So I, better, I better not say her name then, but <laughs> no. her name was Miss... I'm going to say her name was Miss Teacher. Beckworth. Miss That's Jake. what I'm going to say. Miss Beckworth. Beckworth okay. Miss Beckworth. <laughs> the most normal. So after the third Smith day, Johnson. I said, Miss Agamemnon said, <laughs> yes, I said, where's, where's Miss Beckwith? 
They said, well, she, she is going to be taking some time off for a while. Well, why? Now, remember, I'm just about to turn four. I said, why is she taking time off? Is she sick? No, she's not sick. And <laughs> here comes the worst part. I said, well, if she's not sick, why is she taking time off? And they're looking at me like, Confrontational at three. said, okay, well, Tom, you're a very young boy, but you you understand that when women are going to have a baby, they have to take some time off, and then they give birth to the baby, and she'll be back next year, but she'll be the mother of a little baby Baby, didn't know a little baby, baby, baby. Well, I didn't little know if it was a boy or girl, right? Ah, uh, yes. So she'll, she'll, a baby, she'll be, baby. She'll be the mother of a little baby. And I went, she's not married. Mm. Oh, that didn't fly too well. You weren't supposed to notice that. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to notice that her name was a myth back yeah. with. Uh. They were not happy with me bringing that up. Is it just me, or is every early education teacher constantly pregnant? (laughs) I have like five teachers have babies. Everybody, all teachers and all teachers. (laughs) That is is not what I think when I had a lot of like... It's weird. And like growing up, they weren't like they were all like fresh out of college, yep. like starting their lives as yeah. professionals. Oh, they're women under the age babies. of yeah. you know, usually 35, so what that's when do. they're having babies yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. we got to take a break, come uh-huh. back, Kostaki will join us next hour, but more. Next hour we'll move on to me in first grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh for the love of God. More me now. It's the autobiography. <laughs> <laughs>